podcast has changed my life. Dad, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down, tuck in. This is not funny! <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, so just then he rings me. So you, we, we sit down. I go to the bathroom before we record. I have to run. I've got a phone call from and my mechanic. And then you're out there frantically on the phone, pacing around, hand also, on the head. Also, I've already had one phone call with him today because he said my car is on its last legs. And then he's like, but I'll put it through Red Joe. Because what do you I'll mean legs? It. Yeah, it's wheels. It's wheels, mate. Yeah. That's 101. Yeah, but he's not a wordsmith like you or me. Mm. You or me, you or I. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> to, to call yourself a wordsmith and then uh, freak, out, freak out about that. Not even just use incorrect grammar, but like freak out about grammar. Get all like nervous about Hang it. Is it you off? So I is it wordsmith? What the is. Um, anyway, so then he rings me then and he's mm. like, oh, he goes, yeah, you need a new air filter. And it's like the tone's changed. He's so serious. Yep. And What he, was the tone to begin with? The tone was kind of joyous, but I'm doing you a favor. Joyous? On the first, he's like, so well, you I'm bring gonna, it in and he's just jumping. He was kind of joy. happy and blah, blah, blah. But he was like, because he, he, oh, he's taken a lot of money off me. Over yeah. the, he's happy to see me every time. Can I say, well, I'm no car expert, but I don't think it's a fantastic sign if you when you pull into the view mechanic, you see them jumping they're with joy. They're cheering. If they're joyous, I feel like you might be paying they're a putting, little bit too much. They're putting a, close, a closing down sign on. They see me and they take it off. <laughs> <laughs> the business is saved. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> fantastic to see you, Mr. Taunton. Absolutely fantastic to see you. This is an English mechanic. An English mechanic. A posh English. <laughs> he turns posh. He's real posh. He's just talking the like a, mechanic a rich Monopoly man guy. He's like the most working class Aussie accent. Comes before you top hat. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's time to get out the crowds. Um, anyway, so he's he's like talking to me about the car block, and he's like, "I'll put it through Rego. Don't worry about it." Mm. Um, so, so you're just in there for a service. Rego check. Rego so my check. car is a simple Rego. A simple Rego check. But oh. also, it's like I it's I realise that I'm on my last days with the car. I'm mm. making the most of it. Okay, you changed to days instead of legs, so as not yeah. to upset my uh, pedanticness. <laughs> Thank you for that. And yet, I still found an issue. Yeah. <laughs> So he's like, um, I'll get it through Reggio, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, thank yep. you, whatever. And then he calls me just then. I go out on the phone and he's like, and he goes, oh, so your air filter is clogged. And I was like, we mm. put a new air filter in it like a year ago. Yeah. It can't be, it can't be, bro-. he goes, $150 for an air filter. And I'm like, that's crazy. Can I say, this is good of you to remember what happened last time. I, I would never know what happened it last time. It was a big, big part of my life last yeah. time. Well, I put the air filter in myself last time. Right. This and, is how you remember things. Yeah, because we had huge issues. Take my car got towed a few times. Yeah. It wouldn't start. Like, yeah, it was yeah, a big yeah. part of my life. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's like, it's clogged. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, it just, I was like, could you just blow it out? Like, you just put air through it, clean it out, and just put it back in the car. You like, recommended this. I said this to him. Yeah, right. And then he's like, he's like, fine. He goes, <laughs> but every time I blow it, he goes, I'm, I'm getting all the gunk into my lungs, and it's taking years off my life. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> That's what he said, very seriously. <laughs> he said, it's taking years. This happened minutes ago, Tom. This is the opposite of joyous. <laughs> please, don't make me suck the fumes and then from he the said, car, please. And then he said... <laughs> I'm dying. And then I'm dying, said, Mr. Daunton. The next bit he said, you'll love this. He goes, so when I'm dead in the grave, I'm not going to be able to help you out. Are you serious? That's what he said. What do you mean? And I said... Oh. This is the most emotional, abusive <laughs> approach from a service provider I've ever heard of in my life. It's like, yeah, you either pay me 150 bucks, or I right. suppose the other option is I, I fucking myself. kill myself. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that what you want? I suppose that's what you want, isn't it? Why don't you just give me $150, otherwise I'm fucking going to die. Those are the stakes here. But it was so tense on the phone. Just Buy then. a thing Did when you, you blow it. I was just near the bathroom. <laughs> Buy a thing that blows like a mechanic. Oh, I said to him. suck it in. I said First to of all, him, blow instead of well, suck. Well, that's what I said. I said, what? I said, you don't have to blow it. I said, why don't you just put an air compressor through it? And then he just goes, oh, I know, mate, I'm just pulling your leg. And I was like, okay. well, what the? F-? Like, And his tone, tone changed. And then he said this. He said, you know they make your model of... A 2022 model of your car. And then I could hear all the mechanics laughing in the background. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. So, he was joking at least, but it's kind of like emotional abuse because, you know, they always do that, like... They love it's like psychos it. in um, like Italian gangster films, like Goodfellas or something. They oh, make yeah, a joke yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they're like, <laughs> well, because the then boss, they get all serious. They're like, what the fuck do you say? And then they go, ha, 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 just oh, kidding. Yeah, yeah, because like, they want you to be scared. And I was scared because yeah. I'm already scared at the mechanic. I suppose Not if scared, you want me to like... die. And then be like, nah, just kidding. Like, but then I don't, to I don't have want you on you to die, <laughs> to have you on speaker being like, yeah, I suppose you could replace your car. And then everyone's laughing. I could hear them in the back. Oh, it's pathetic. Do you reckon he had you on speaker? No, 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 he wouldn't. I know the setup. I've, once again, I've been in that mechanic, so I know he's mm. just on a phone. But the phone, it's like you go around the back of the car, the cars which yeah. go up on the thing. And oh they, yeah, I've and seen they, them they're, up there. they're just standing around working. And then yeah. he would have been. They would have heard his half of the conversation. Totally. He might have even been like. To recommend just buying a new car, that's like, sorry, mate, but you're out of a job if it's all new. Yeah, but my- Your whole thing is keeping old ones fresh. My, my car's like 20 years old. Yeah, and they should be fucking delighted. You're, you're keeping them in business. Yeah, that is so true. It's like, I'm- Without me, it's like, what? Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, maybe you should buy a new car, moron, or I'm going <laughs> to kill myself. <laughs> mechanic your whole job is to make old cars like still drive but they've also like created jobs for themselves mechanics with this whole compulsory service business where they're just like you're overdue for a service it's like i'll decide when i want yeah. a service they write it it's onto like the inside of like your window yeah they're, they're like, like six you, months till the next it's like service. you it's created like, that date yeah. i'll decide when i want to get it service it's my car <laughs> It can be serviced to the level I want it to be serviced. It's the same with dentists. They're like, oh, come back, otherwise your fucking teeth are going to rot. Yeah, how about I fucking do what I want, dickhead? My teeth could be rotted. Maybe I like them rotted. (laughs) Maybe you don't guilt me into coming into the dentist either. I'm going to fucking kill myself, okay? I've been learning how to deal with other people in the service industries from my mechanic. And now he's got a great technique. He's got a great technique. Whenever he doesn't get what he wants, he, he threatens, threatens to kill himself. Suicide. <laughs> you know what it's like. It's I've probably told you this before. I went in to get a. So I've got a bit of curls in my hair. Mm. Have like, you so, always had that? Yeah, I've got like it's not like curly, but there's curls at some point. I'll, right. I'll describe it as like it always looks like someone's just ruffled your hair. Totally. Well, I often have. Oh, so it's you that's doing yeah. it. You're I bullying mean, yourself. I'm always. An hour or two on either side of a noogie, I reckon. <laughs> what, that's your energy or that's actually happening? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting bullied a lot. I think a lot of people, they they get me under their head. It's the same thing. They've got me in a headlock. They're like, ha, it's, ha, ha, I think we're friends, but they are rubbing my head It's fallen hard. out of fashion. Jared McGowan, he still mm. does it to me occasionally. Really? He, not like a noogie with like the mm. fist, but he definitely will ruffle my hair. And it's it's so invasive. And yeah. as an adult, it feels like, the, uh, like you couldn't disrespect a person totally. more than to ruffle their hair. That happened, I think I've told you there's some in my year. T- so I went to quite a nerdy school, as you know, but there was mm-hmm. one guy who was quite big and athletic who was kind of, he could be a bit of a bully. He wasn't mm-hmm. like a bad bully, but he was like the biggest guy and kind of did what he wanted with, pe- with people. And 
I remember seeing him at my ink glowing. He's a bit of a bad guy and did what he wanted. People. Well, he's just when you're the biggest guy, you kind of and he had, a, I think, an older brother. So I think sometimes when he was in a bad mood, he took it out on people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, he'd, you just got out of his way and it was kind of fine. But at the ten year reunion, he came up to me and he was like, "Oh, you got something on your no. um, forehead?" No. And like he got it off with his thumb or something. And this now it's like now we're like twenty eight year old insurance. Oh, so he's an insurance agent. Wait, and was he's he? Got, his fucking thumb on my... And I step back, I'm like, oh, man, like... Are you bigger than him now? No, 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 not at all. He's, he's huge. huge. <laughs> <laughs> he's enormous. <laughs> <laughs> he's the biggest fights I've ever played eyes on. But it is like... And I think you've been doing lines and the thing, to be honest, oh, in the afternoon. Course, yeah. But it's like, nah, man. But it it made me realise, like, the... Yeah, but in the that, lack of personal you space have you have it. in school. Totally. It's like everyone's touching you. It's kind of is more normalized. And then you, we grow into these. And then you don't do it. But you're in a situation there where you're with all. It's just you've recreated the school dynamic. Exactly. So, of course, yeah. he's back to it. You shouldn't have been like, well, get off me. It doesn't. He would have been like, yeah, it does work. Like, look around. <laughs> We're back at school. <laughs> no, it isn't. We're at the fucking lawn bowl was he, place. Was he just doing it? Was, did you genuinely have something? And yeah. He was but, just, but did he put his saliva on you? No, but it, I think it, it wasn't like an affectionate touch. It was like, I'm like, I don't know. I haven't seen you in 10 years. Man, don't touch me. It wasn't Man, appropriate. Don't touch me. It's it is like, interesting. And he was asserting authority in that same. Were way. you? Were you a bully? Was I a bully? Yeah. Um. Don't think so. Mm. I remember in year four, my one of my best friends, Pratik. Mm. I was worried. I think at the time that I'd been a bit mean to him, and I remember, I think, going to the assembly, and someone had come in to talk about bullying. Holy and shit! And I think I'd asked him. Do I bully you afterwards? Holy Which hell. Which looking back is pretty cute. And he was like, no. A bully is not asking that. And he was like- Do I bully and you? And he's like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> and it was like insulting because it was like- He starts bullying you? It's like is. a pathetic loser. <laughs> well, it you implied die. that I was like above him. Oh, you know of what course. I mean? well, like, that- well, our dynamic is like, I bully you, right? He's like, <laughs> he's I like- thought we were friends. <laughs> to like check. But maybe that's like a, a level above- Bullying. Do you know what it, like mm. cause normal bullying in high school is what teasing and then physical stuff like beating mm. them up. But maybe if you're playing like mind games about like where they are in the hierarchy of school, that could be like a that's like psychological bullying. Well, I think also I was in a few relationships like that because I was not a I was like a skinny kid, mm. okay at sport, but like not kind of alpha-y in any kind of way. And I was in a few relationships where I was, like, friends with the cooler kid who was, like, the alpha mm. and would go to their houses and muck around with them and stuff. And when yeah. we're one-on-one, we're mates. But then in the schoolyard, not getting a lot of love from them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you kind of, like, oh. Is that bullying? But I suppose, I don't know if it's bullying, but those b- relationships of, like, unequal power do yeah. emerge in friendships, I think. Oh, yeah, of know? course, in friendships. But, I mean, yeah, but maybe. At that that's... age. Because now I'd have, like... If someone was different to me in one-on-one to in a group, I wouldn't like stand for that. You know what I mean? You'd be like, "What the hell?" You'd <laughs> well, bully them then. No, I think I'd I'd realize that w- it, it was not, a, I, I not a good friendship. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't be in the friendship. I like the thing in like, um, you know, I, I guess you see it in movies or TV shows when there's a bully at school or whatever, and mm. then they for some reason the bully and the bully have to go back to the bully's house. And mm. then he's got, like, a terrible home life. Do you know what I mean? Like, the family yeah. are dirt poor. He's getting beaten up by his dad or whatever. And then the moral of the story is, like, oh, good. Yeah, it's like, Because the guy's a bully, so sucked in. Yeah. Your life sucks. But That's I, what the moral is when that happens in movies, right? I think it's such... That's what they're trying to convey. Life's it's like, hard for everyone? <laughs> no, it's like, ha-ha, 
look at the poverty this guy has to endure, which is good because he gave someone a wedgie earlier. So, like, so sucked suck in. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's exactly... That's what I take away when... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that not that Hollywood the cycle films. repeats in any way. Or that, you know, there's a reason for why people behave the way no, they do no, 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 and, no, no. like, it's circumstances like, often lead to kind it's of... It's more just, like, eye for an eye. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> what was the moral of uh, Superbad, eye for an eye? <laughs> It's like a guy who always sees eye for an eye in every film. I went to my bully's house. Oh, my God. When I was in school. Okay. And it was awesome. Like, he had the best how life. Did you, how were you there? We played on the same basketball team. Gotcha. And then, yeah, it was awesome. He had and he a, He had a pool. You. His parents were rich. He, like, oh, was killing fuck. it. And I was expecting it to be like that. You're thing. like, okay, at least I'm going to get a yeah. peek behind the curtain. And I'm going to find like, out why this guy's a psychopath. He lived in, like, a mansion. It was so good, his house. He had so much stuff. And totally. then he ended up playing for the Sydney Kings. Oh, my God. Yeah. His life is so good. <laughs> You're expecting the revelation of, well, at least I've got love at home. Yeah, at least I have love at home or, like, maybe I have some quantity. And then when I grow up, it'll be different. But, no, he mm. became a professional athlete. What, what did he do to believe? He used to just, I think he used to tease me about my socks. Right. Yeah. I didn't have the right socks. That's not really that bad. No, but he would, I remember him kind of like what the mechanic did, being like, your socks are lame, and then everyone on the court laughing. Right. And we were on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what you're describing is simply he had not an- really bullying. He had anklet socks. Yeah. And I had socks. Was this like one time or something? Someone made one comment. No, this did happen. You now are identifying as someone who was bullied? No, no, this happened multiple times. Ribbing between teenage boys. No, 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 no. This and he he was bigger and older than me. It became a thing. He would always tease me about my socks. Okay. Yeah, well, look, I mean, if that's all it was, it wasn't that bad. But this is Mm. what we do. We retrospectively are like, maybe it wasn't that bad to get on with our life. But maybe I should acknowledge my trauma. No, I think the opposite thing happens. I think in the culture we live in, people look back looking for trauma because it's currency now to some degree. It's a bit of fun. <laughs> and uh, look for things that aren't there and kind of exaggerate them on podcasts. I think no, that's no, no, no. <laughs> Legit, you, if you called my mum, she would be like, he was bullying me. Yes. Or maybe she wouldn't even know. Maybe she wouldn't even remember. <laughs> Did you tell her about it at the time? I think at the time I was like, yeah, this guy's been an asshole to And me. you told your mum about it? I told my mum about it, yeah. But I mentioned the socks thing. She might have had a similar... Mm. reaction to what you did about the socks. She was also the one buying me the socks because the big <laughs> issue was I was like, can I get socks like yeah. the other guys? Yeah. They've all got anklet socks. Yeah. And I've got these big long-ass socks like I'm a 1970s NBA player. You know what socks? They're kind of like in They're now. in now. Of course they're in. I would kill for those socks. I buy those socks. Yeah, totally. I only wear... I haven't worn anklet socks in years. Yeah, totally. I'm all about the long socks. It sock. was actually about anklets. But at that period in time, it was, re- it was a real big problem yeah. in my life. I mean... I know what you mean. That was kind of dorky. Can I say, I think if you escalate to your parents, mm. particularly as a teen, how old were you? Like 14, 15? No, no. This was way younger. This oh. was like eight or nine. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought thanks, you were a teenager. Tom. No, no, no. As a teenager, <laughs> I could have handled it. What kind of pathetic teenager is like crying about his suffering? <laughs> I pictured you as 14 and this no, happening this is, and this is the big bullying. Dude, this is primary school. And I'm like, Because mm. it was like, you know, he was in my basketball team. Okay. And it was maybe like a rep basketball team. So I was like obsessed oh. with basketball. You played reps when you were eight and nine. Yeah, yeah, real young. Basketball. Yeah, because I, wow. I had a family of basketball. Oh, to be fair, to play reps at eight, like, it's yeah, not it's that hard. Yeah, it's not that hard. But we went to state. I remember getting dropped from the rep basketball team. Right. And then the coach having 
having a conversation with my parents being, I don't think it's for him. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, that's brutal. When you were nine or ten? No, this would have been probably 11, I remember. Gotcha. Because then I think I started playing golf after they that. They take your uh, your parents aside. They're like... They um, took them aside. It's like, sorry, uh, this guy's fucking socks are just so so shit. So we can't have him. He's embarrassing. The Bombardier Tigers. That kid over there, he's got so much potential and he fucking hates your kid. I'm sorry. He's going to play He's going to play NBL. He's going to be so good. You can't be bringing him down. Where do you even get those fucking socks? Like Big W or something? Like, are you... Do you need money? Because just better socks than that. They're not expensive. It's socks. It's not like the shoes. They cost like 250 bucks. I had great socks. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, the socks good were quality awesome, socks. But they were just the wrong style. Mm-hmm. I just, like, anyway, look, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> this happened to me, like, in t- terms of escalating to your parents, I I think I might have told you this. I think I got excluded in year one. Mm. This is my memory of it. I would try and play handball sometimes. Yeah. And one of these kids was a good example of someone who I was friends with, but then kind of he wasn't that nice to me uh, at school. I think he liked one of the computer games I had. Yeah. I had a computer game where you kind of were a spaceship and you could rotate 360 degrees and shoot meteors as they came. That is pretty good. And that was, that was it. But he really liked the game. I remember him playing. You know when... This is another Al- way to get Alfred when you're a, a kid. Mm-hmm. The kid comes to your house, gets on your computer, and then has multiple goes at the game oh. without giving you a turn. Yeah, totally. In your own house. In your own house. <laughs> And then and you're like all seven the high years scores old. Is on there. <laughs> your, parents, like, your parents are bringing him food. Not are you guys yes. having fun? <laughs> we love it when oh, Jeremy it comes turn. over and you're just sitting there. It's my house. <laughs> oh, I don't like the implication that he had the high scores because I had way high scores than him. It was my fucking but game. But you should was... have just let him play then if you were already dominant at it. Or do you think he was using you for the game entirely? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. That was my memory of it. Can, Can I say as well, like, I, don't, I don't think it's about when it's a... One person game, it's you just take turns, surely. Surely, but it's I mean, one for one. It's as a seven year old, like, but it sounds like this guy was so focused on the game. Yeah, imagine that behavior as an adult. Like if you, like imagine if I had something in my house that you mm. liked, and then you just came over to use it under the guise of a let's hang out, and then I just had to watch you. You're like, come over, watch the swans, and you've got like VR goggles on. You're yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. my god, go, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, almost yeah, yeah, admire yeah, yeah. the behaviour as for the kid because he would know that's not going to be acceptable as an adult. But as a kid, it's like make the most of it now and just use the game. What are you talking about? So you think that he had the wherewithal? No, he didn't. To know that, but this I don't blame be Unacceptable him. at eighteen, and to know, oh, get in your selfish time. Because how often is it like you're doing something, and then you're like, oh, I'm with someone, I'll just give them. I got, we got to go one for one, like you said. That's the etiquette. I think it. Can I say? I mean, I think it does go to. I reckon bullying maybe comes from... Because you were saying before you went over to your bully's house and he was quite rich and, you know, so um, so had good. everything. So and many then socks. in movies sometimes... So many of the socks that I want. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes you go over there and they're kind of, yeah, they don't have the home life that you kind of... Um, that, that, yeah. that you do. I feel like, yeah, it's like a polarising thing. Like sometimes... Because they're not learning boundaries and they're not learning how to, like, respect others. Sometimes that's because maybe their parents just kind of aren't in their lives enough because they're busy yeah. and um, trying to make ends of meet. Course, they're working yeah, three life, jobs. Life's you know tough. What I mean? We get it. We've like, seen the TV shows. We've seen the TV movies. shows. Like we understand that it. level. We get that. But it's over here as well. They're just so rich that they're not in their lives or are teaching them weird, cunty things like, yeah. son, <laughs> when you... It's a doggy dog world out there. Sometimes you just gotta I make the sale, not. okay? You gotta make the sale, whatever the cost. <laughs> and they're like seven, like okay. How am I gonna apply this to my life exactly? I suppose I'll just be really mean. I'll just to be people. mean and just play the game <laughs> when it's my turn. The ga- yeah. dad said, "Life's a game. <laughs> Own the, the game." <laughs> the game is meteors. Do you still have the game? 
No, well, what was my point? My point was that Oh, yeah, kid, there was an original point. Yeah, so I went to play handball with that kid and some other kids sometimes at, like, recess. Mm. And I think they'd be, like, in, you know, it was just four of them um, playing and I'd line up as, like, reserves. Mm. And then when I got into dunce, they'd gang up on me, I think. Holy hell. And get me out. I've been a part of that. That yeah. can't be bullying because I've done that so much. <clears throat> totally. But that's handball alliances. Yeah, but if that's it's... That's like a secret alliance that you have to be better at, support, at sport. Yeah, but it's... They, when there's only four, I reckon that was the good thing about eight, is like when there were eight people in a handball game, the top four didn't really care about who was down there. You know what I mean? Okay, so we used to play... This is going to be our handball dynamic. Yeah. Handball was massive at my school. And yeah. when you got to year 11 and 12, yeah. that year 11 and 12 area where everyone went mm. was like... This huge kind of... It was almost like a Coliseum type thing. There were like stairs <laughs> everywhere. Talk about it. The, <laughs> the, the rose-coloured glasses. <laughs> no, <laughs> Looking back like, on your youth. But there was yeah, like... It was Coliseum It was like a quad with like okay. stairs that went up the side. So it was like People a... People watch? It was like a grandstand. So they'll do performances and stuff in there. Right. But at the base was... Mm. was a handball court. So, every day, handball was huge. It was like yeah. a spectacle. And, and so, people would watch the handball. But that's all we would do. What we would just mean? sit around, we'd eat our food, we'd hang around our break, and everyone would talk to people whilst watching And the how handball. many people are playing? There's eight eight squares. And then eight squares, and then people lining up. As people reserves. lining up, yeah. Right. So you're lining how many in the line for this? So sometimes, you know, sometimes you'd have 30 big, people big in the line. 30 people Yeah, because everyone wanted line. to play, but everyone also... Everyone wants a moment and, in the spotlight. And so there were like... Wow, so King in there is like... Dude, and when you got in King... So there was like, I had alliances with people playing, so being yeah. like, you don't get me out. Totally. We'll work as a team. Yeah. Try to hold the top squares. Totally. Like, you've got to do it. And regularly. 100%. So, regularly. Then it's actually, it's this is kind of how so to get boys through the do bottom the social exclusion thing. Because girls will, you know, this is generalizing here, but you, you hear about it, particularly at girls-only schools. Girls yeah. will tell you it's very clicky and people sit in circles. And then, you know, if you want to pierce one circle, sometimes people will just stop looking at you. and sure. just kind of ex- It sounds kind of awful. Court you out and just, like, not, not like, physically exclude you just from chat. Mm. And guys, I think, can be quite dismissive of that. We're like, oh, my God. But How could you do that's it? That's crazy. You're we're terrible. all just playing games and everyone's getting we're on. We're mucking around, yeah. but no, we no, were serious. We're, yeah, and we're, use, we're like ganging up um, in the game to exclude people in the exact same way because basically then being in king or queen doesn't represent your skill at handball. It represents how cool you are because if you made alliances with people, then you get pre- preferential Yes, it re- represent... Co- no, well, look, maybe not your social hierarchy a bit, standing. Though, but I if think... If you've got mates, no nah, one's going to so get the, you out. The king of handball was this guy called Josh Brown. He was definitely not the coolest in the grade, but he had good... He had good base level handball skills. So he was good at handball. Had like a pretty good power shot, but not yeah. like the best. Yeah. But also he just had like a like a loyal friendship group. Yeah. And they That's were like saying. Yeah, no, but they weren't the top of the like they weren't the coolest kids. Were they the best at handball? I don't think they were the best, but they, they were like the Sydney Swans football team. They had the best culture. <laughs> totally. Can I say as well though, is this because who starts in King at the beginning of lunch? Is it first one there? So often well, yeah, first one there. So definitely then, first one there. Also first one just there, punctual. Well, that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what gets you. The cool kids aren't punctual. They're getting held back after class Dude, for calling they're out. They're talking to girls. They're talking to girls. I'm in detention. They're meandering over. Where these, these guys doing their work, finishing <laughs> exactly. early mark, get That's to the handball court. Kind of, Dude. you know. And then they're improving. They're practicing because they're playing. But more. they, it would be brutal. Sometimes they would have all seven, the top seven, mm. right? And then so they would, it would kind of cannibalize themselves, and someone would have to go. But then, like. 
because they probably had a rotating squad of whoever was there yes. that day in their group. And then sometimes it was just the game became just getting dunked out, dunked out like the the bottom square. Yeah. So you would to work your way up was a feat. Like that's crazy for new people to come in and get to king. It was like get to king the is whole crazy. to even get to like. Three or four up would have been like, oh, and then people are starting to like, oh, going for the underdog. Of course, the yeah. crowd be cheering trying yeah, to watch them get totally. in. So it was, it was amazing. Well, that's kind of fun though. Can I say that's a different dynamic to what I'm describing mm. because there's no one watching for that. First of all, we were like six instead sure, of like yeah. fifteen. No, we were at seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then also, I think to to try to stay in mm. and even to fail in that environment mm. is a bit of fun. Because it's like it was people fun. are rooting for you. It's David Verth. And you know what? With the crowd, situation. you could get laughs. I remember getting some of my wow. biggest laughs. Down How there. are you getting laughs? Because often I would have to just go for the dumb shot because it's like what I do couldn't. You mean dumb sh- like, because I can't, I can't work my way up through the, the force of people in front of me. Sure. So whatever, like they would but do what's it to a, me. Okay, and I would go. Can you describe I'll go, a handball shot that gets a laugh? Okay, that gets a laugh. What about this? So, right, I'm in dunks. <laughs> if you could see Picture, how intently could, he's <laughs> looking at me right now. Like, oh, yeah, you want to fucking laugh? I'll this fucking is, give you a fucking golly, laugh. This is Golia. It's like, get a laugh in handball. <laughs> yeah. Be funny. Like, but between the legs. Yes. Yeah, this is what I did. Okay. So bang, so it was like so Ace serves to dunks, right? Dunks, yeah. And then I go I think we had a rule where you could be like duel or battle, which meant you were locked on with the square that you had. Oh, someone would say duel. And then it was like you and were you lo- had to be and so it's like it then became one on one. And it was out if you missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over so eight you, squares. Over that's eight crazy. squares. Yeah, so it was that's so risky. So difficult. It was so risk- even hit it back to the king. It was risk reward, but often you would try it, it in was dunk. Risk reward. Because it was like, what other options do you have? You've got to try to get one of the squares out around you. So it's like you may as well have a crack at this like dual battle. Thing. So you would say duel. So I would say duel. Right. So everyone So does like, he even say duel is funny? I know, kind it's, of, it's because so it's hard to hit it back there. <laughs> so I know, but already everyone's like, "Oh, that's that's pretty crazy use of his time pretty to ballsy. say jewel." Yeah, and so like I would to have like, a shot so, at the king. So he served. There's literally a saying about he, this. Yeah, you better not miss. <laughs> better not miss. And I missed big time. Yeah. purposely missed to get the laugh. So I went bang through the legs behind me into the crowd. So I ju- I wasted my. Oh, so you'd say jewel and then just deliberately and then be shit and not even shit get into close. the crowd. And it's like the to waste be in a thirty people line oh. to use your lunchtime <laughs> to waste it for the shot. That would yes. get a lot. Ultimately, it wasn't fulfilling, and I, you know, no, would waste but what do you mean? Twenty minutes of my forty minute break. But I think that is you fulfilling. would get a laugh. That's and funny. then you look around, and you do a dumb face. People are clapping. <laughs> There's girls there. They're like, oh, Sam. It worked. I won funniest person in my year. That's pretty funny to to mm, wait dude. thirty people and then get there and go jewel like. Yeah, and then some- everyone's like, "What? <laughs> he's di- what? He's just got in!" And then bang into the crowd. It's like he just wants to w- watch the world burn. This guy. This guy doesn't give a hoot. Yeah, it was man. It was funny. I stand by being funny. No, that is funny. You won funniest guy. You even had a award. Maybe for in year ten, guy. I won funniest guy. Is, was that every year? I don't think they did a, a, an award every year, but okay. I think at, at the end of year 10, because a half hour year left in year 10, okay, um, they did like awards kind of thing, like, you know, certain awards. I think there was like a committee or whatever. Right. And they weighed it up. And you, I'm, I don't know if handball probably helped because otherwise it was like, what was I doing? Going around riffing to group to group to canvas support. I mean, it wasn't mean? like a campaign, but it was like, how do you be... <laughs> You know, it's like there was 200 people in my year. Like How do they know that? The it's like what do you crazy mean talking to, to them? 
Yeah, I mean, I guess you. Oh, just but you don't have a relationship with most of them. With is that everyone. Your point? Is that, Did everyone point. vote? It sounds like the committee, though. I think the committee. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to remember if there was an election on the funniest person in year ten. I reckon there wasn't. No, I'm, That's crazy. I'm saying I don't think there would have been the administration necessary. Because also, I wasn't the funniest person. I was probably funny to chat to, and I had mm. some probably like. Did you have an in in the committee? I wasn't on the committee. No, I know, but it sounds like there might oh, have been some, I can't someone who liked you in there, someone who might have fought for you for this particular oh, award. It could have been, I hope. Just pretending not to remember who, <laughs> who he knew was in the committee. In my head, it was probably a girl that had a crush on me. Right. That's what I want to believe. I don't think wow. it was that. But I want, I want to believe that. Was it a coveted award, the funniest award? I think it was the only time they ever did the award. No, but... And oh, I think they were just doing other awards. Other years didn't do the awards? No, I think it was my specific year. Oh. Did awards and they gave a bunch of fun awards out at the Because it's very American, I feel like. I think so, yeah, it's yeah, It's like yeah. the yearbook awards. I, I, there wasn't anything like yeah, this yeah, for yeah. me. Well, they did, it, yeah, they did it for that year. Yeah. I won funny. And there were other awards. I think people, you know, people won Best Sportsman. Yes. And in year 12, there were proper awards that they did for stuff like that. Like people would win whatever. Yeah, Best mm. Academic, Best at Science, Best... Cricketer, whatever. Sure, the school actually. Totally the school, yeah. but these were just a specific yeah, but that's committee. Like, that's best bit more award. objective and like based on your schoolwork, which is this was just school, a five-person like committee. Funniest guy, like funniest guy. Imagine getting that from the principal. <laughs> they introduce an actual formal. <laughs> the principal has to funniest decide. bloke. Who's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the funniest guy? Who's <laughs> the funniest fourteen-year-old I know? <laughs> this is just a pedophile principal. <laughs> Introducing this to like the 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 parents. I'm going to need some one-on-one time okay. with these kids to see what Look, their kind of riffing to, standards are like. We need to introduce new incentives for these kids to perform. I think we should have some awards for hottest kids, hottest kids, funniest kids. We'll do a swimsuit Cute, competition. Cutest kids. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be official awards. Little There's going to be trophies. no ceremony. I'll hand them out in private. <laughs> but it'll be good. It'll look good on their record. But do you reckon I could put funniest? I might put that on my poster next year. Funniest year 10, Nara High School. That's pretty... Funniest kid. No other awards or like anything, just that one. Like it's... I mean, it's pretty good if you had evidence. That's the thing. I reckon I do. Or my maybe I have evidence somewhere. It'd be pretty good to have evidence. But the problem is it wasn't an official... Like I won an award at in year 12 mm. and that's official. If yeah. you go there, it's, my name's on a board. <laughs> What's this? You keep distinguishing between official and unofficial. This was an unofficial. <laughs> this was an off-Broadway award. It was award. a committee. It was a committee. Yeah, but you mean, But the committee, there's sorry, no, there's no so sign that... but this is really making me laugh. So that th- you're like... <laughs> so do you know what? They still do the committee and they made news. They made news a few years ago because they got in trouble because mm. they did their own awards. And do you want... I'll, I'll get the news. This was in the Herald. Hang on. Okay. But like... Official is the school. Yes. And unofficial is the students. Okay. Are you ready for this? Now our high school... Oh, this is in the Daily Mail in 2018. Right. So, parents of high school students voice fury over disgusting end-of-year awards. Oh. Including Best Asian, Biggest Bong Lord... Best Asian. And Biggest Rack. Biggest Bong Lord and Biggest Rack. Mm. God. So, this was for... This was, was this the, vibe the nomination of the form? Is part of an unsanctioned year ten formal. <laughs> so this is it's what? still going. Can I take it back? It's unofficial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty unofficial. <laughs> I get what you mean now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, this they weren't. Oh, that kind of muddies it. I think I'm it sorry. does. I think it does. 
I'm sorry if it Muddy. was that kind of a war. I thought it was a bit had a bit more formality. I pictured the kids running it okay, as like the quote... prefect vibe kids who were responsible that would actually count the votes properly. But, but it, this sounds like it's there all was done a for committee. A laugh. Yeah, no, but there the was committee, a committee. If they're doing these kinds of awards, I'm sorry. I no, don't but practice. don't associate me with th- this. Is just they happen every year, I guess, in year ten at this school. But were there awards like the, of this nature when you were funniest guy? No, there wasn't anything racist or like anything. There was, I think, there was hottest girl and hottest guy. Hottest girl, mm. which I think that's a, and the principal obviously picked. Those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The principal complaining that the like hottest kid didn't win. No, but the pr- there's a quote from the principal okay. in this article, Glenn Kingsley. He wasn't the principal when I was there, mm. but he said this is about the awards. Mm. <laughs> Staff do not attend such a function, and the school accepts no responsibility in this matter. Mm. So it's feeling really unofficial. It's kind of fair. How much? I think that is kind of the good thing about public schools because I think private schools have. Did you see Knox? In the news? They've been in trouble. They've been in trouble because there's... What did they um, do again? I haven't even read it, but I saw a headline. So, Knox is like a private um, boys' school in Sydney, and um, there were like group chats leaked of them being like saying awful things. Mm, They um, are awful. Well, they're just saying like, I'm I'm pro, I'm racist, I hate women, I hate gay people. Like, kind of trying to be edgy. I'm coming That's around to private school boys. <laughs> Turns out I'm a l- friends with heaps of them. And what do you I mean? Had, like, as I've grown into an adult, yeah. I have the energy of a private school boy. Like, heaps mean? of my friends are, like, undercover, went to, like, very exclusive. What do you mean undercover? Not undercover, but I just think they don't they're, love like, to mention it, do they? They, ha- they don't mention it. <laughs> they mention it so much when they're in the school as a teen, yeah. but now as, like, 30-year-old adults, they yeah. keep it real quiet. You should have to wear, like, of a, course. a shirt. Of course. <laughs> like a blazer. They're cosplaying as working-class people, like <laughs> you or not. And, and some of them... I'm <laughs> not... Hang on. Well, it's not... <laughs> That's it's not going crazy. I didn't grow up working class, okay? Okay, well, at least you're owning it then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to do the cosplay that I'm accusing other people okay, of. Okay, but yours would only be a marginal one. I'm talking people that went to Newington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Churchy in Brisbane. These are schools. Yes. Heaps of people I know from Brisbane all went to these crazy exclusive private mm, schools. Totally. We should talk about... Um, being in England, because that's why there's been a bit of a... Wasn't just England, Tom. Oh, no, true. We went to Spain. We went, went to, to England. Spain. We went to Valen- Valencia. The Queen died. What? You... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. That we're the one to Not here. You. Not now. What? <laughs> yeah, Lizzie or Beyonce? Which one? <laughs> Do you know what? I mean, the Queen is dead. Do you think the term mm. Yus Queen will have as mm. much effect now that she's passed... Now it's no queen. Is that what you mean? You got to go, no queen. <laughs> no Frowning queen. There's, there's, there's no, no queen. queen. It's a king. But yes, queen, I feel like it probably wasn't comp- Queen has many meanings, but part of it mm. would be like, yes, th- look at this bad bitch who's been there. Are for people solid. still saying yes, queen? Yeah, maybe not. I, I feel know. like it's a 2019 thing to me, but I think it's mainly um, the queer community that are saying that. So I don't really know about. Oh, you don't know. You don't know anyone. Okay. You know what right. I mean? You're not in. You don't pop in for a little look now and again. Oh, well, I mean, you're kind of a rant, like you hear the terms, but you don't know. That was actually a fun thing about being in England. Um, not the queer community, but the, the teen community. That, that's another community that have words. The teen community? Well, teens have new words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the train and I heard um, a bunch of teens looking at TikToks together. And yeah. they were, I can't stress enough how much they were saying, dude, that's so mid. That's so mid. mid. My God, that video is so mid. 
It's so yeah, but everyone's got different words. In in Scotland, everyone was saying class. They'd be like, that's, oh, that's class. class. That's yeah, class. but that's been a bit timeless. Whereas mid, I feel like, is new. What's your takeaway? You were in England, <laughs> London. <laughs> that's the main thing. But so I During was... the Queen's final... Well, she was in Scotland. She was she died in ba- a Balmoral. Yeah. But you were in London, the epicenter. I was in London. I had a show that... Um, I had two shows in London. How'd they go? Um, they went all right. Anyone that listens to the podcast go? Uh, that's not knowledge I have. Mm. Um, no one said came up and said that they listened, but um, they're yeah. just new listeners that haven't found the podcast yet. Yeah, exactly. The audience. Every person is a new good stuff listener. <laughs> That's how I see the world. <laughs> As I walk through Spain, I just see potential good stuff listeners. That's why I'm always very polite to everyone I meet. But I had one that the Queen was sick. Um, I think the night of the second show, actually, I went to. Uh, so there was news the Queen was sick. And I, th- I had, like, some time to kill. And I'm like, I'll go to Buckingham Palace. This is something you've mentioned before as well, that every time you go to London, you go to Buckingham Palace. I did it the other day, <laughs> like, seven weeks ago. Totally. I landed. I had so much time to kill till yeah. I could get into my Acom. <laughs> I was staying in Paddington. I was, like, literally, I was so jet-lagged. And I was like, mm. it's a 35-minute walk. Got to I check into down. the palace. I'm glad I did. She's gone now. I mean, she wouldn't have been there when I was there. No. But it's still not bad to... It was busy too the day I went really? there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There well, I found it... Because I went when she was sick. It was announced that morning that she was, you know, in like... A, so, they, you're there. They were cagey about her condition. I went... I found it like very unbusy. Like, I thought it was really? going to be packed. Where um, was, but they yeah. were, it was kind of like a normal amount of people there, I think. Like, lots of... And mainly touristy vibes of just like... But she's had a few health scares. I don't think anyone thought totally. she was going to kick the boot. Or but, was there whispers? Was, oh, was everyone like, this is it? I don't know. From what I saw, it was like news that she was kind of... They were concerned. I think there was a sense. And she's pretty old now. Anyway, but it's easy to say in retrospect. I went there and then walked to my show about 20 minutes when I got to the, my venue. You did a pre-show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all right. That's What a mindset to be what? in. <laughs> yeah, just go check <laughs> in. About to do an hour of comedy. And like, I'll just quickly <laughs> zip down to Buckingham Palace for a look. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, the beef eaters? Yeah. Oh, no, are they called beef eaters? <laughs> Oh, Whatever they call it, the top hats. But oh, I, you're good? All right, I'll just quickly go to get some local. You guys have been down to that Buckingham Palace. It's a big place. Bit well, of history. <laughs> that's what you'd open with. But bit I got there and the, that bit, like the tech was a bit, the venue was a bit tricky, like setting up the slides and stuff um, the first night. And so the second night I get there and the guy's like, have you, um, oh my God, have you heard the news? And I'm like, He's like, the bad news? Have you heard the bad news? I'm like, oh, no. The bad the- news? Yeah, I'm like, oh, God, is the like projector not working or something? They found and he's like, another- the Queen's dead. Oh. I'm like, thank God. It's only the Queen. <laughs> I thought the slides were uh, not going to be. But basically, <laughs> I was at Buckingham Palace, I reckon, 10 minutes before she died. and so I- You should have stayed the extra 10. Totally. I- imagine being something there. Something would have happened. Someone would have been like, there would have been murmurs, and someone would have yelled out, the Queen is dead. The Queen is dead. And imagine if they came out and they're like, we can drop the act. The guys took their hats off. They finally... <laughs> Thank goodness Oh, gracious. we've been doing this for 72 it's years. It's so difficult standing here acting like what people are doing in front of us isn't funny. Because <laughs> it is. We love it. We're just so not allowed to smile. Did you entertain... sick of it at all. Did you entertain the thought mm. of... Because I don't know, I've always wanted to, I always want to cancel shows just before they start. Oh my God, that's so funny. Do you know what I mean? Like you want to talk yourself they... into cancelling. Well, no, I'm like, if it does cancel, I'm never that disappointed. I'm like, I'll just go have a drink mm. with the other people. That You know, it's not the end of the world. Totally. But, and did you know that, that they just went on, like, when the Queen died, they were just going to start cancelling things left, right and centre? Did they? They did. They cancelled <laughs> a UFC fight. Apparently you're not allowed t- comedy on the BBC for 12 days. Any comedy. 
They that's what they they did cancel some comedy shows. They cancelled yeah. the golf. The golf was at Wentworth in Surrey. Actually, ridiculous. They cancelled it for two days. I think everyone was like, "Come on, we can't do." But yeah, it's supposed to be. Also, I don't like when they're like, "We're going into twelve days of mourning." It's like, it's like the service thing. It's like I'll decide when I mourn. Don't yeah. tell me when I mourn. I don't like the implication as well that comedy is somehow kind of like the opposite of mourning. Comedy has a big role in mourning. You, know? mm, you need that's what you do. You make jokes out of sadness. I mean, I say this you know as someone f- who literally had a graph about <laughs> the number of lizards running the country going down half an hour after she died. Wait, so you made <laughs> the, really so you're walking back making the joke, uh, the graph. Yeah, well, I did open with some queen based and is that killing humor? Yeah, biggest laugh of the whole show. Wow, I reckon because there was a vibe going in of is he going to talk about it, I think. Because, and it was, I did start by saying, oh my God. It's good you had a, be- a bit and not exactly. just being like, the Queen's dead. Exactly. It was, which is what I wanted to do. Just have one slide. It makes it look like I've put effort in and it, everyone knows it was recently. And then you've kind of addressed it. Because it was kind of like being in some sort of weird war room scenario where you're like in a foreign country and their monarch has died and you're from a colony. You of are the from monarch. the co- I t- Did I tell you someone in London said to me, how's it going in the colonies? <laughs> like fuck off <laughs> how's it going in the colonies <laughs> but then the queen dies and then i see how we're i'm like we are the fucking colony but no one cared about the queen that's how i opened with everyone oh thought God, it the was a bit died. funny did, not funny because obviously it's sad someone dies but it's like well i was like in the room i'm like oh how many but like what's the vibe like i've got a graph about it but like did people, you ask the yeah. audience I'm like oh. do people care i had no clue what the vibe was gonna be i thought it was very possible that they're all kind of like yeah what a crying. sad time Maybe not crying, but I thought there could have been a vibe of solemnity, you know. But absolutely no vibe of solemnity. Not at all. I asked an Uber driver, though, um, what percentage of people care or are sad about the Queen dying. He said 80%. I think it's like London is would be such a... Cause London London's is, so international. It's the craziest no city. It's like England. 50% not British. Yeah. And then there's like a section of it which are the most British people you'll ever meet like the totally. most british the richest totally. most british widest people you'll ever meet in your life totally. so like imagine like the 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 like punk kids on the train in yes. tracksuits caring about the queen no. but then there would be people that care but i reckon if you went to like yeah some of the like because it's so white just out of london everywhere else is just so white mm. i think you'd have some real old people that would be distraught oh 100 percent. i suppose yeah i was more curious about I suppose 80% would in- include a lot of young people. I was at a pub, though, ordering a beer, and I heard the guys behind the bar talking to each other. Mm. This is the um, the next day. Mm. And um, they were like, this is the Friday. And um, they were saying to each other, oh, we're going to have a big one tonight. Oh, we got a big one it on our fun. hands. We're going to have a big night. Like, yes, oh, you're going to come, all right. We're going to have some I beers. Think- and then I'm like, guys, aren't we going to, sh- like, isn't there mourning for the Queen? That's what mourning is. And they were like, oh, we're going to, we'll do it very respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the vibe of. It is fun. It still it reminds me of like when big things happen, it's exciting. Even totally. if it's a queen. Do- it reminds me of the day gay marriage passed in Australia and the soccer is qualified for the World Cup. Mm. It was the biggest night of my life I've ever had. <laughs> it was just the vibe in the air was like unbelievable. Totally. I was in Melbourne. Heaps of people are coming out of the woodworks to celebrate. It was so exciting. It's almost worth having a queen just for that. Well, if, if she lasts that long. The big issue now they have is now there's a king, which mm. is like, pff, it's 2022, guys. Come Can on. I say... He's, yes, it's like the one saving grace is that it was a woman. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like some bloke. It's like represents no, some bad a stuff. Posh guy. Yeah, 
nothing. A posh old, old guy. White. I was looking at his investment portfolio <laughs> as well. It's like crazy the amount of money he's got coming in. You were looking. <laughs> Like, because I you, you just read what they're worth, because yeah, I'm always like, okay. are they paid a wage or whatever? But they just inherit these properties. I don't like the word investment portfolio. It makes it sound like he's earned the money in investment. Well, I mean, the, he would. He argue. was born with it. Fucking born with it. Package. It's like old, old. We talk about family money in Australia. Like they come from. It's like yeah. what four generations? It's yeah. like we're talking family money is a Vietnamese family <laughs> who have three generations of <laughs> of like their granddad started a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immigrated here, <laughs> yeah, dude. And then like, now someone's oh, got family, it. old money over yeah. here. We're talking thousands of years of just wealth, like being at the top of their game, getting inherited each time. They're so rich, but it's totally. so bad now for them. I mean, the whole part, kind of the point of the crown is like that, and why I guess the queen mm. was so famous is that she kind of modernised the role and kept sport, support Did up she? for the money. Is well, that what modernisation looked well, like? Well, I guess she just kind of stayed out of everything and was didn't ever say bad things about people, so yeah. they, they liked it, I essentially. Mean, I, the, the, the few things I've seen, and I suppose I'm probably, my algorithm is probably giving me kind of anti-royals media. Some people are real anti it. But his, um, yeah, I suppose I'm not, I'm not the most anti it, but I'm pretty ambivalent to it. He's, like, freaked out about the pen leaking today. He was. Um, That's yeah. so not king-like. Exactly. To be and he was king. kind of shooing, like, he was being a bit disrespectful in his hand gestures, I suppose, to which people are freaking well, out. she had it, that which... great wave. Yeah. From the car. She was known for the wave. But it does make you think, I suppose, yeah, the classiness of just, like, not doing little kind of annoying, royally kind of uh, monarchy Imagine posh person an annoying is actually difficult. That's what she gets praised for, is just not freaking out and like slapping the staff in front of people like that's actually the restraint that you know everyone's just like oh she had a great sense of humor and then they tell a story and you're like that's the unfunniest thing i've ever heard that's the opposite of my handball situation i do think you're right that charles should have just for the good of the family yeah if he did care about the good wins and aim yeah should have been like i'm out it's going but he doesn't need apparently he kind of wants the throne that's what i'm saying he's a psychopath and i think like just from the few videos i've watched I think he looks nervous. Oh, he's so... Wouldn't you be nervous? Yeah, but have you watched... After a whole life of 70. Usually you have these kind of like rite of passage moments where you kind of, you know, reach... Not reach your potential, but kind of push your potential and kind of step into the thing that maybe you'd been planning to do mm. for a while. These are moments that you experience he's in, been your, doing in that your, your 20s. 50 years. In your he's 30s. Been he been, he's been waiting like a little teen to go to the fucking school dance mm. for 70 years. 70. Never kind of felt actualized. Always in the shadow of his mother, who was like 90. But he's also been a nerd. Have you watched The Crown? Yeah, some of them. He's had some problems. I don't and know if you watched the Charles slow. stuff. A bit slow. What? The Queen's magical life? A bit slow for you, was it? Okay, Tom. <laughs> what, do you want to be doing some, like, explosive jumps and stuff, huh? Explosive jumps. Explosive jumps? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this is my review of the Queen. Oh, history's, enough explosive history's a bit boring for you, is it, Tom? <laughs> Modern history's a bit boring for you. Yeah, with the focus... Aimed in that direction. I think, his maybe dad, a bit. his dad Philip, was quite hard on him. Oh, in the similar way to the. Oh, you I take saying, it all back. I'm like, oh, my oh, God, <laughs> was he bullied? That's crazy. I'm so sorry. He had the wrong socks at junior <laughs> sport. <laughs> no, but he was like mean to him and oh. sent him to like this boarding school. And he couldn't. He had big ears and he couldn't like. Oh. Do, people would bully him and stuff. And then when he became the. <laughs> The Duke of Wales, I think. Oh, my God. He, he was didn't Duke like of... it when he was the Duke of Wales. No, wa- the Welsh people didn't like him, and he had oh, to go down there. They didn't warm to rich- him. They didn't warm to his, his subjects didn't warm to him when he was a Duke. Mm, so, I'm oh. saying he hasn't had it easy. I've noticed it, but I'm just saying, he to me, he's not. <laughs> he king. hasn't. That was actually he's the story not. of how he hasn't done easy. There's more but to it. There was, also, he was, <laughs> there were ripples with... when he was appointed Duke. He was in love with Camilla. <laughs> 
and then Miss Parker Bowles and then had to... And he successfully had, he had his other get, wife killed. He killed his other wife. Yeah, but look, that hasn't... People don't look on him like... where They love Diana. They don't, no one's... I love Charles. Yeah. He shouldn't have killed his her. His approval ratings have skyrocketed no. in the last few days, I think, yeah. This is... This, but this is like wartime. You know, when war, people get popular during... It's uncertainty. On, what's, what's the war? The war is... That we the, got, the, the Queen's the, dead. That's a war. He's... It's like, guys, we need a strong king during a war. The war on Ukraine. You know, the proxy war that we're kind of (laughs) sending weapons through. That's enough. Do you know what else someone said to me on a podcast Mm. in Edinburgh? This is always a great sign. Because they were talking about the Ukraine, and I was like, oh, yeah, Australia sent some troops or something. Oh, no, we were talking about Afghanistan. I'm like, Mm. yeah, I can't believe we went in as well. And they were like, Australia has an army? And I was like... Yeah, come on, like, come, come on, of course. On. And they were like, really? <laughs> and they had to look at it. They didn't think we had any armed forces. Right. And that is annoying because... The it whole- is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Tom. That's why I brought it up. That is annoying. That's quite annoying, actually, because that's actually one of the main reasons that it's justified to go is to kind of assert ourselves as being alongside these bigger powers. Totally. So, if anything happens to us, they... I started uh, quoting us. the treaty between America, the UK, and Australia that we just signed, and they were like, Thank I heard God. we signed one with America. <laughs> we weren't even involved. Uh, it was a tripartite agreement. Yes, exactly. There were tri-nations Yes, in it, we all it? ripped off the French <laughs> together as a group. I said, Do you know the submarine contract that we had to renege on? We are a superpower <laughs> in the South Pacific. <laughs> the number one. When you really zoom in to where we are. We're pretty significant. Why is it so significant? I hear that our troops are actually quite, um, you know, well-trained and, like, the ones that we send are pretty good. I hear there's a few that are quite ethical and have done some great stuff. Oh, no, totally. Do you know he's gone to the funeral? No. Ben Robert Smith. Ben Robert Smith is going to the Queen's funeral. Yeah, he got invited. Wow. Because he's got a Victoria Cross. My God. So everyone with the Victoria Cross gets to go. Apparently they're flying, like, so many planes... To like the Australian government are flying so many planes to get over there for the funeral, just with like dignities and politicians and stuff. I mean, fair enough. It's a pretty good networking event. Oh yeah, I you know, know what but I mean. It's like it's weddings and funerals. That's how you see these people. Did you notice the cost? My point is, did you notice the cost of living crisis when you were in the UK mm. and the amount of money that this funeral is going to cost? I'm not yeah. saying bury her in the like throw her into the river. Totally. But I'm saying like, come on, just Zoom. Yeah. Let's do it on Zoom. That this is the other thing. It is a bit of a crumbling. Not a crumbling economy, but one thing you know that's bad is a crime going up. My phone got snatched out of my oh, hand. This is it's a sad story. I was walking home, texting, and I'd, I'd been told that people on motorbikes and bikes. I'd been told about this ever, but I never believe everything kind of works out for me with stuff like this. Yeah, so I was like, exactly. Yeah, it's me like too. it's not going to happen to I'm me. Like, oh, great. Yeah, that's a f- interesting thing that and, might happen to someone else. And did else. you have travel insurance? No. Who no gets, I didn't. Who gets travel, travel insurance? insurance? The same people that get, like, I've never booked a holiday with, like, a, what, like a travel agent. Oh, yeah. I plan to have a bad holiday <laughs> where something goes horribly wrong. You're not going to insure against that. How about I just insure that doesn't happen by having good advice? So, you're texting, what, on the side <laughs> also, of the street? So, I thought of this thing as being something that would maybe happen in a crowd. Because mm. my sister told me about it when we were in a crowd. Mm. So, I'm walking down the street mm. um, late at night by myself. The time, it's scary, London. A time well that I night. felt safe, weirdly. Why? From this kind of behaviour. Because I thought that was like a crowd snatching. Mm. You'd lose them what in the su- crowd What thing. suburb? I was staying at a mate's place in the Harringay area. Um, Harringay? Harringay. Oh. Harringay. I was calling it... 
Harambe? <laughs> yeah, I was calling it a ringo. Like You're Harambe. in the zoo with Harambe. And everyone laughed at me always, but then never taught me how to properly say it. So then oh, okay. to a new group, I'd say it the same way, and then they'd laugh at me. I'm uh, like, can someone correct me? Can someone me? just help me out? Can someone help me out? What? Give me a break. I don't live here. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's, Maybe that's why you stole your phone. Yeah, totally. But anyway, just walking along, texting, and then I hear... I, maybe he was listening to music. I don't think it was, though. I'm on the footpath, and I hear behind me a motorbike jumping up from the oh. footpath, uh, from the road onto the footpath, mounting the footpath. Coming at you? Kind of coming at me. But it also had, like, a delivery box on the back. Oh. And that's my, so I, smart. I remember thinking, like, oh, the, it's a bit late for the postman. And feeling a bit kind of, it's so stupid, feeling a bit inconvenienced as well. I'm like, oh, now I've got to get off the, like, stay on the road, you fucking idiot. Like, why have I got to get it out of the way? So, like, just stepped out of the way to be nice in my mind. I'm like getting out, even though it's their fault for just coming up when they see there's a pedestrian here. And then kind of just moved to the side, but still holding my phone, kind of texting, kind of in front of them. Bonner platter oh for them. Oh, my God. He would have loved it. It w- w- went so perfectly for him. And so, just in one mo- motion? And then just like, boom, one hand, grabs it. My first thought was like oh fuck off you hit like, my phone they've yeah. accidentally hit the phone i'm gonna have to pick it up and what if it's broken or something and then then you kind of feel oh no the nature of with which it was grabbed was so deliberate and then it dawns on you oh my god it's a it's a crime it's an immoral act it's a betrayal after i, I was so nice to let you through hit. it's a hit <laughs> it's a hit it's a hit i've tried to help you through i've tried to like give you right away here and you've betrayed and they've just me. taken it and i all you could do is like oh i also had the thought of like i'm gonna complain to deliveroo <laughs> they realize, oh, I mean, you know, I reckon that's not a real delivery you know, You're not doing much delivering. You're taking, you're taking route, taking phone route, <laughs> taking route. What is this taking route? Anyway, you owe me a thousand dollars for so, an iPhone. So I would love. So there's two things I would love to explore. Obviously, my condolences. Or did, firstly, did you go to the police? Or you didn't? No. Yeah. What are they gonna fucking? You do? go down to go down to the bill. <laughs> All right, mate, what seems to be the problem? Yeah. You dumb Australian. Oh, you know what I'd love to fill the last three days of my holiday with? <laughs> Talking to British policemen as nicked. they roll got their nicked, eyes. did it, mate. Welcome to London. <laughs> oh, yeah, I suppose we'll just track down a man in a helmet that you saw oh, mate. on a motorbike. Oh, mate, I know the Deliveroo guy. <laughs> I know, there's only one. <laughs> there's only one of them boxes. So, firstly, I would have loved to see them sizing you up. I think they oh. would have seen you and been like, this is pathetic, this guy. <laughs> he is in his own world. Oh, Do you know no. what? I came up to you on the street before yeah. and you were just in your own world. Oh. And I could have just gone, you're 100%. I didn't learn anything. You know what was worse as well? That I was bu- walking home, like I, I was on my street. So, then ran home to like... Get on find my iPhone until like, I cancel my phone, which is a good thing you, mm. you can do. Market lost, locks it, and... Um, so, because, now it's trash. Because also, this is something my sister mentioned, which I don't think is true. I think they steal it to sell it, right? And they just have the phone. They can yeah. sell it on. They can wipe it. Yeah, they're not doing it, it to be like, oh, I need a better phone. No, but they no, but they grab it when it's unlocked. So, when it's in his hand. Holy I'm like, hell. oh, my God, what if he tweets the N-word and stuff? That's like, the worst <laughs> thing? <laughs> Not like getting it. What if you just use your bank account? If you yeah. just transit, you're just like, what if he tweets the N word? No, because th- that's what I was thinking. Like the banking apps and stuff, they have passwords to get in. He wouldn't be able to get into that. No, but but what if you were Twitter transferring money at the time when he took it out of? Oh, your... but I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, but imagine. Oh, that would then you. Oh, I you're think actually that, you're actually fucked. Then. They probably might check that on the motorbike because I was thinking on the motorbike. The first thing is you want to get away, and they'd have high adrenaline, even though I'm a weak target. Like, they'd still... I've got to zoom away for the next, like, 100 metres here and get away yeah. from the guy. And then by then, you'd maybe try and keep it open by, like, 
rubbing your thumb, but they've got, he had gloves on. Dude, I've got to change my passcode because if that happens to me yeah. and the phone's open, yeah. man, they could guess it all. Then they can just tap away on the cards. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty bad. But anyway, I was walking behind this um, a woman. Like, I mean, I reckon uh, 200 meters before it happened. Mm-hmm. And you know when you kind of, it's a bit of a lonely street and you find yourself, you're just kind of like five meters behind a woman mm. and then it's it's like you're following her it feels weird oh yeah 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 yeah. so i just like made an effort to go out and overtook her so she doesn't think that i'm of course, following yeah. her home right and then you have a thought of like i don't know in doing that you kind of feel like yeah i made sure she doesn't feel like i'm gonna rob her yeah, or i'm yeah, gonna yeah, follow yeah, her yeah. home it kind of makes you feel it like i'm good I'm you're like alpha, a good person I'm, oh that but also i'm the alpha of these streets you know oh, people God. out here that's are, what you took away from it not really but like you're thinking of other people as thinking that they're going to be victims yes. and you're the perpetrator. Of course. It centers yourself as being... The, or a protector of some... Not protecting, but just... Well, this no, person might have perceived me as a threat. Yes. Because I could threaten people. <laughs> the implication there is like, that I'm I could th- threaten. Th- yeah, okay. I could threaten. And then to be... No, I'm the prey. What am I talking about? You got prey now. <laughs> and then so... Wait, so they steal it. And then what is your feeling like... How does you you feel in your guts? Because I've dropped phones and and the, yeah. the like when it dawns on you and you're like oh wow like it's, it's yeah done. it was weird because it's like it's just gone. You, you, and how bit, long did it process? Was it, are we talking ten seconds? Yeah, I reckon first five seconds of like oh I went and then I and yelled I yelled like oi as so, he dropped like he pumped the accelerator and then was just like got like I couldn't even like. It was just so perfectly done. I think the other thing that felt shameful, I think I felt betrayal, first of all. I'm by like, L- oh, L- as you five like, seconds but, to like realize what's happened. Betrayal by who? London? No, by that guy, because I tried but to let him through. I mean, betrayal <laughs> by I, this guy. Because he came up behind me and I'm like annoyed at that. Because I'm like, get fuck off. Like, I'm just here having fun texting and you're coming up behind me. But I'll, I'll, I'll oblige and I'll let you through. And then he grabs... And then it's like, oh, but I let you... That was my first thought. Mm. Like, but I did something for you. Why yeah, don't yeah. you do it Yeah, back? return the favour. <laughs> yeah. And then I realised, oh, it was all a scheme. And then you feel like just a cog in the wheel of their scheme because I think... I don't know if this is the case, but that might just be what always happens. They always kind of come up behind and kind of scare you and then you get out of the way. And then the way I kind of held up the phone because I was had it, you know, with two hands in front of me. So you were holding way, it in two hands. Yeah, I turned... To get let him pass through and then offered up the phone basically. So I wonder how maybe that's just God. what always happens. And I just was so predictable, mm. and they've seen that a thousand times. I reckon they're just. I reckon was it just one guy? Yeah. I reckon he is a delivery driver. And oh, really? he just saw and he does this on the side. Oh like, my I think God. he does it now and again. I thought that was almost so. This is so insulting. So no, no, in no. my mind, it's like a career because criminal who's a professional no. at what he does. <laughs> You're like, this is a guy who's never done a crime in his life. He's a good, hardworking citizen. And he saw a and guy just, saw just the begging The weakest for guy he's ever seen and been like, I've been meaning to take up robbing council. And this guy's the man to start with. No, because it, you can't just be roaming the streets looking for it to happen. Like, yeah. Because it would be hard. I just think it's got to be one of your skills. And if it happens, <laughs> it happens. Because it's like, how often would you go to grab it, knock it, and then it hits the deck, and then you've just got to keep zooming out? Can I say the number of people who've mentioned this has happened to someone they know or them? I reckon there are people just each night driving around looking for it. Wow. That's what I thought. Well, no, I've heard that it's a common thing that happens, mm. but yeah, it just seems like a crazy way to make a buck. <laughs> but it's like my fucking—it's worth like a thousand bucks, and if you get one every one yeah, every two nights, yeah, but you can't nights, resell it for that much. 
Oh, you reckon you could resell it for a thousand? Yeah, not maybe. We should try to buy your phone back. <laughs> but like, does anyone have the serial number? This is the one I really want. <laughs> really looking forward to it. And okay, that's just one of the worst things. And then you had to buy a phone. I do have to go, but you had to buy yeah. a phone in the UK. Oh, maybe can I tell? I'll just tell you one more thing. Yep, you go for it. So I flew back London to Perth to Melbourne to Sydney. Did it awesome. <laughs> That's a great, great little way to see Australia. Did a tour. Had to get out of international vibes, get my luggage and No. Melbourne. No. And then, <laughs> what, with Qantas? Yeah. All, with, all the flights were with Qantas yeah, and you yeah. had to do that? Yeah. That's unacceptable. Is it? They should, they should take your baggage all the way through <laughs> if you're with the one carrier. You know what I should have said? I should have said, like, oh, you're going to make me get my bags and give it back to you. I'm going to kill myself if you make me do that. <laughs> I'm just going to die. Is that what oh, you want? Yeah, you want me to just be crushed and then I'll by be, the heavy luggage. And then I'll be dead. And then you'll have no baggage. And then Is you'll have no you customers. You'll have no Qantas Silver <laughs> ranked customers. But um, then, so I'm scanning my carry-on back in. And they're treating you like a domestic vibe guy. But oh. I'm like, I've been in the air for 24 That's hours. That's what I, This is so bad. Vibe guy. And she's like, um, so I'm scanning my carry-on. And uh, she scans the carry-on and then they find something in it. Like, it gets taken by the woman. And then she comes over to me and she's like, um, can we, uh, your uh, bag? And I'm like, mm-hmm. can you can you what? And she's like, uh, can we unclutter your bag? And I'm like... Unclutter? Yeah, I'm like, what What does that entail? <laughs> I'm so annoying. Are they just going to clean it? Is well, yeah, I'm like, mean? unclutter. Like, rearrange it? Like, it's like a, rearrange. It's like a, they've got the, queer, the queer eye guys are there. <laughs> Yeah, it's very messy in there. <laughs> now is not the time. But I'm like, okay, yeah. Can you? She's like, open it. I'm like, okay, yeah, open it. And then she pulls out a p- podcast mic um, oh. that I've got ready to, to, to podcast on pod. the go. Yeah. And she goes, oh, and shows it to the other woman. She's like, oh, this is what it is. Because clearly they've been looking at the screen and couldn't figure out what that particular thing was. And then she holds it up to her mic and she's like, ah, stand alive. Ah, ah. And she's like... Singing really loudly and kind of like deliberately badly on the mic, implying that like I have it there so I can do karaoke, I suppose, and like getting laughs from the other people what? in the th- like mo- openly mocking my. You should have been like, you don't know who. I- you should have been like, I'm Flume. That's what I use if I'm Flume. <laughs> Excuse me, madam, I'm Flume. I'm Flume. I, I'm, Actually, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I could be. But I could be Flume. You don't know. Could you pick Flume out of a lineup? I don't think so. You love his music. You hear it all the time. And you're laughing. And he's famous. But he's not. <laughs> he I goes undercover. <laughs> exactly. I'm Sia. I don't have the thing on. I'm one of the best singers Actually in the world. Actually in Gorillas. okay? That's why I'm Silver Qantas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Silver. <laughs> trying to show off about what did you silver. say? What did you say to her? But is that crazy to go through your bag, yoink something out, and then to like use it as a prop to mock... Do you know, I th- I lost a deodorant. And for podcasting, something that's but not shameful say- or embarrassing at all. You it's actually say- one of the most prideful But I guarantee you didn't say it was for podcasting. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I yeah, yeah, took yeah. it. I've been in the air for 24 Yeah, because then she would be like, oh, well, let's let's get deep on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Starts interviewing me. <laughs> She's like, how long's the transit been? This must be really annoying for you. <laughs> yeah, it actually is. Yeah. I lost a deodorant can every flight that I took. Mm. Because I don't know what the... So often they're like, you can put it out and you just... Every flight I took, mm. a, a person just would see it in the tray and just not even look at me, just throw it in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. That's not too bad. That's like... You know, I, it's better than like making me have to wait around or whatever. Oh, sure. But I just mean like, you know, when people have bad breath or they smell or something, people mm. go, oh, would you like some gum? Like as a bit of a hint yeah. to that you maybe you need deodorant or that you need some gum, that your breath sneaks or that you smell. But like... 
the opposite is to see you have deodorant and then chuck it in the bin. That's to imply you smell too good. That's what it was. They were so passionate about how good. You'll never need this again. You smell incredible. You smell so fucking good. I want to throw your deodorant in the fucking bin. Your natural smell is delightful. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's definitely what happened to me. Definitely. Well, look, happy birthday, Tom. Oh, yeah. Birthday pod. Thank you. Yeah, well done. It is Tom's birthday. See you later. Send him flowers. Um, bye. Bye. A podcast has changed my life. Yes, nice to be back. Come on, sit down, tuck in, 